0: Well every blessing to you all and welcome back to my open air pulpit, a somewhat breezy and uh, drizzly October morning, but uh, not unusual for this time of the year so I thought I would come up to the pulpit this morning, it's been several weeks uh, since I was last here and uh, look at the mark of the beast and uh, I'm going to try and upload this to YouTube but I think it's probably unlikely but we'll see how we go let's start if we may in genesis chapter 4 genesis chapter 4 and uh, look at verse 3 and in process of time it came to pass that cain brought or the fruit of the ground an offering unto the lord it's very interesting if you read through the book of genesis long before the law long before the tabernacle no priestly system in place no moses no aaron uh, no official uh, system of worship it's very interesting how they knew what to do they knew to bring an offering to the Lord and you weigh back in probably what 3500 BC and you got Cain the first uh, murderer in scripture and of course Cain and Abel are twins but I'm getting ahead of myself (laughs) and in process of time it came to pass that Cain brought the fruit of the ground an offering unto the Lord it could be a vegetable of some kind as far as Cain was concerned it was worthy enough to be offered offered up to the Lord and of course his offering only goes so far of course look at verse 4 and Abel he also brought of the firstlings of his flock Another fact thereof: it was a substantial offering, probably a lamb, if you ask me. And the Lord had respect unto Abel and to his offering, positive, but unto Cain and to his offering he had not respect, negative. And Cain was very wroth, angry, offended, and his countenance fell. So you got two twins, like I say, both born to Eve, and uh, the Church of Rome for many, many years. Taught that Cain's father uh, was Satan, which I don't hold to, and some Protestants and some dispensationalists also believe how Cain's father was Satan. But uh, let's keep reading. I look at verse six. And the Lord said unto Cain, Why art thou wroth? Why are you angry? Why are you mad? And why is thy countenance fallen? Why have you got a long face? Why are you upset? What is the problem, Cain? the great things about scripture is how intimate god is with his people whether it's cain or abel old testament new testament he will speak to his people he's very involved in the lives of his people unlike allah who is very distant look at verse seven if thou doest well shalt thou not be accepted well of course if you live a godly life uh, it's better for you of course but not only is it better for you it's also a blessing To those all around you, but if you lead an ungodly life, it's not so good for you, and not so good for those all around you. If thou doest well, shalt thou not be accepted. And if thou doest not well, sin, a lieth at the door. That's a strange passage. Sin. Sin isn't a person, sin is an action. And yet, of course, Satan is the father of sin a liar and a a murderer from the beginning he would cause our first parents to sin he would put doubts into the minds of Adam and Eve and unto thee shalt be his desire and thou shalt rule over him keep your hand there and go to Romans 6 very briefly this is what we call double application and if you've been joining me over the last 74 weeks as I've been working through the uh Book of Psalms, and please join me this coming Sunday when I look at Psalm 42, Week 75. <laughs> where have the weeks gone? Uh, you will know uh, what I refer, what I mean when I refer to double application. And uh, somebody was asking where they can listen to these uh, recordings. Go to our website, and you'll find them on our homepage. They are uh, royalty-free. We don't make any money from our recordings, although I do own the copyright but uh, you can download them, share them, but you cannot make any financial gain from them. All of our materials are royalty free, like I say. Romans chapter six, uh, Romans chapter six, and uh, look at verse 12. Let not sin therefore reign in your mortal body that you should obey it in the lusts thereof. 14, for sin shall not have dominion over you For ye are not under the law, but under grace. Go back to Genesis 7 again. 4-7. If thou doest well, shalt thou not be accepted like your brother. Follow him, if you will. He's offered me a lamb, a livestock. Expensive, costly. And you bought to me, or you bought uh, to me, perhaps, fruit or vegetables. In other words it wasn't really a sacrifice for you contrast that to god's only begotten son gave his life and shed his precious blood of course and if thou doest not well sin lieth at the door so sin is connected to satan first john 3 says how cain was of that wicked one and that's what the church of rome got the idea that for well they've it for many years how uh cain's father was the devil abel's father was uh adam of course christ is the second adam but you've got to be careful with that line of thinking because of course if you teach that satan was able to have physical relations with eve then of course that opens up another can of worms which i don't discuss this morning although it is possible based on genesis chapter 6 when the sons of god took the daughters of men unto themselves and they would produce a half human, half angelic creature, which of course was later destroyed in the flood. And uh, the word of God says, in I think it's first Peter, how Christ will go into the lower parts of the earth and preach to the spirits. Not sure exactly what he would preach to them, but uh, he would claim victory over them. But uh, let's stay on track and want to get off track. Look at verse 8. And Cain talked with Abel his brother, and it came to pass. When they were in the field that cain rose up against abel his brother and slew him so the first of two twins in scripture later when you got uh, jacob and esau jacob have i loved being of course israel esau have i hated being a type of the worldly man partly religious like uh, balaam but not uh, regenerate and of course if you listen to muhammadans they think that uh Uh, Muhammad's great 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 grandfather was Ishmael and of course Ishmael is is connected with Esau so it's an interesting uh, statement if you follow the Islamic uh, line of thinking they claim to go back to Abraham and they claim to go back to Abraham via Ishmael whereas the Jew uh, goes back to Abraham via Isaac. Cain taught with Abel his brother came to pass when they were in the field working with their hands of course that Cain rose up against Abel his brother and slew him a level of animosity has obviously crept in it's just continued to get out of control during a period of time Paul says uh, be ye angry and sin not don't let the sun go down until you deal with your anger your hatred if you want to alleviate some of the pressure some of the strain some of the stress that you may be experiencing right now go for a good long walk or go for a good swim or if you aren't able to do that uh, do some sit-ups press-ups or if that's too much for you uh, do some bed exercises like uh, pretend to cycle a bike or what have you but uh, get yourself moving don't allow yourself to uh, be a hothead as they say look at verse 9 and the lord said unto cain where is Abel thy brother and he said, I know not. Am I my brother's keeper? Well, yes, you are. You're the firstborn. You had responsibility over your younger brother. There may have been twins, but one would have come out first, obviously, like uh, Jacob and Esau. And of course, Jacob steals the birthright from his younger brother Esau. Cain has killed his younger brother Abel. Cain's problem is sin. And of course, Romans 6 deals with the two natures of the believer. Sin won't rule over the Christian if he puts his flesh down so Cain's a very interesting man to profile on the one hand he's a picture of an unsaved religious character like Balaam like Esau like uh, Ishmael on the other hand he's a picture of a carnal Christian like uh, lot and uh even Noah in fact Noah it says about Noah he was a righteous man a preacher of righteousness and yet would get intoxicated David was a man after the Lord's own heart, and yet would commit murder and adultery. This goes back to the two natures of the believer. But no time to further elaborate on that this morning. And the Lord said unto Cain, verse 9, Where is Abel thy brother? Come clean, tell him what you have done. And he said, I know not. He's a liar. Going back to Satan, being a liar, and a murderer from the beginning. Am I my brother's keeper? Bit of sarcasm as well. And he said, What has thou done? Second chance to come clean the voice of thy brother's blood crieth unto me from the ground not literally although you think of that text from uh, revelation chapter 6 the slain during the tribulation and uh, they they are under the altar crying out to the lord how much longer lord when will you avenge us we've been slain for the testimony of jesus and for the word of god and of course they are wanting vengeance and they'll get it uh, but not, stri- uh, not straight away. Look at verse 11. And now art thou cursed from the earth, which hath opened her mouth to receive thy brother's blood from thy hand. incidentally, murder and adultery couldn't be forgiven under the Old Testament system. So when David murdered uh, Uriah, the husband of uh, Bathsheba, or when uh, Moses murdered the uh, Egyptian, when David committed adultery uh, with uh, Bathsheba, strictly speaking, both sins that David would commit, or the sin of murder, as far as Moses was concerned, strictly speaking, uh, those sins couldn't be covered back in the Old Testament. Uh, In other words, once blood was shed, uh, you couldn't atone for it, which is a frightening thought, isn't it? But now Christ's blood will save us from all of our sins, past, present and future. And now art thou cursed from the earth, going back to uh, when Adam and Eve fell of course, which hath opened her mouth to receive thy brother's blood from thy hand. From thy hand, could it be his right hand? When thou tillest the ground, it shall not henceforth yield unto thee thee her strength. You're going to work day and night Cain, and yet nothing's going to come easy for you you have to work twice as hard basically a fugitive and a vagabond shout they'll be in the earth a fugitive somebody's running from justice guilty obviously you think of these infamous characters over the years i'll we'll go back to 1945 1946 the infamous rat run nazis running from germany to south america thanks to the catholic church or communists uh running from uh, east germany when the wall came down in 1989 or running from the soviet union uh, when the wall came down 1989 or some of these uh, islamic dictators uh, like Idi amin who would go to saudi arabia was it or the uh, former leader of afghanistan when the uh, taliban were on the move and about to conquer every part of afghanistan and the uh, afghan leader would of course Uh, run overseas and take all of his money with him that's a fugitive, a vagabond is somebody who's always traveling around uh, but has nowhere to go to he's basically homeless yesterday I was out and about doing some chores and as I was heading home this guy walked over to me, a homeless chap and he said to me, excuse me sir, uh, would you please see it in your heart to uh, buy me a coffee and I said to him, yes of course follow me and took him into the supermarket and uh, he wanted to get some hot chocolate and he was trying to get the hot chocolate to come out of the machine, wasn't happening. So I said to him, we'll try it again and this time he went for a coffee and it came out and I said to him, are you hungry? He said, no, I said, are you sure? He said, yes, I'm sure. So I went over to the uh, cash desk, I paid for his coffee and I made a mistake, I made a mistake. Uh, My first mistake was I had no tracks on me which is completely unacceptable uh, but my second mistake was i gave him some money which i don't normally do and i said to him uh, whatever you do don't buy alcohol or drugs he's not listen to me of course he'll probably go off and get some cigarettes buy some alcohol uh, and uh, enjoy himself basically it's my fault uh, my policy over the years has been that i'll buy you food and drink take care of you but i won't Uh, go beyond that so i made a mistake yesterday and i won't allow it to happen again so a fugitive is somebody on the run it could be nazis after the war or communists once the wall came down uh, always looking over their shoulder whereas a vagabond uh, is somebody who's always traveling around like this homeless chap yesterday he's going from a to b and he's got nowhere to really go to he's just a drifter basically that's what kane is uh thinking about And of course you've just been told by the lord that uh, that's his punishment for his sin go to matthew 13 keep your hand there in uh, genesis chapter uh, four it's also the grace of god that uh, god doesn't kill cain for the sin of murder we abuse the grace of god On a regular basis and i include myself when i say that to my shame but we do and uh thankfully god is long-suffering patient not willing that any should perish but how all should come to repentance uh what do i say matthew 13 matthew uh 13. so you've got two guys way back in the old testaments one's a good man one's a bad man one's righteous one is unrighteous uh one's innocent one is guilty you're either saved or unsaved you're either for the lord or against the lord and the good son being Abel, type of christ is killed by cain uh, being a type of the antichrist of course the field has received the blood of uh, abel the blood of abel is crying out to the lord for vengeance as will happen again in the tribulation uh, revelation chapter 6 but in matthew 13 Matthew 13, look at verse uh, 24. Another parable, pretty forth unto them, saying, The kingdom of heaven is likened unto a man which sowed good seed in his field. Good seed in his field. Jump over to uh, verse uh, 38 The field is the world, the good seed are the children of the kingdom, but the tares are the children of the wicked one. The enemy that sowed them is a devil. The harvest is the end of the world, and the reapers are the angels. Go back to Genesis chapter 4. There are several parables in Matthew 13, too many to execute this morning. But basically, Christ uh, buys the field. He redeems the entire world. All the shed blood, going back to the creation of man, up until the end of the millennial reign. Just imagine how many people have been murdered. Not just uh, through combat or manslaughter, but like abortion. And thank God Christ has covered the sins of the entire world. Uh, 13. And Cain said unto the Lord, My punishment is greater than I can bear. He's got a conscience. But it's like Judas's conscience. It's not good enough. Or it's like uh, Balaam's conscience. Balaam was a hireling he was paid money to curse israel today we would call him a ecumenical teacher an ecumenicalist basically he goes from church to church takes a salary he goes where he is going to be paid the most basically he starts to curse israel of course you know the story the jews catch up with him later put him to death but he says to uh Barak, he said uh, or balak he says to him uh, i can't curse israel and there's what two or three four or five million jews all over the place in their tents and he says uh, i can't see any sin in the camp and of course balax uh, says to uh balaam what are you talking about they're wicked people they are responsible for this responsible for that of course when balaam is speaking about israel he is speaking as a prophet that's a bit of imputation Again, no time to discuss that this morning, but basically it's very quickly, when you're saved, you're saved. And uh, God keeps you saved by the blood of Christ, of course. Look at fourteen. Behold, thou hast driven me out this day from the face of the earth, and from thy face shall I be hid. In other words, there's no way back for me now. And I shall be a fugitive and a vagabond in the earth. Absolutely, Cain. And it shall come to pass that everyone that findeth me. Just slay me interesting statement he's got a conscience go to acts twenty eight. acts 28 so way back in genesis man has a conscience he's following his uh conscience obviously he's following the light that god has given him clearly and uh Abel knew that blood is what God wanted, whereas fruit is not. Fruits, or vegetables, or combine the two, is a picture of works, basically. Man trying to appease God uh, with his works, which is what every religion does on the face of the earth, and God hates that. If you're saved, praise God, do as many good works as you want, but if you're not saved, you're wasting your time and God's. Acts 28.1 And when they were escaped then they knew that the, uh, that the island was called Melitia and the barbarous people showed us no little kindness for they kindled a fire and received us everyone because of the present rain and because of the cold but when Paul had gathered a bundle of sticks and laid them on the fire there came a viper out of the heat and fastened on his hand this goes back to Mark 16 drink something poison lay hands on the sick, uh, play with snakes basically, Uh, nothing will kill you, you won't uh, fall down dead. And of course the other one is uh, drink something poison, which is yet to uh, be relevant, and that part of uh, Mark 16 will deal with the 144,000 who will be drinking dirty water during the tribulation, contaminated water, and will not die look at verse uh, 4 and when the barbarians saw the venomous beast hang on his hand they said among themselves no doubt this man is a murderer like Cain of course he wasn't a murderer but they thought he was whom though he had escaped the sea yet vengeance suffereth not to live they see Paul arriving on an island with a group of Roman soldiers and others and he's obviously being chained they know he's a prisoner. Basically, they can physically see that. And not, uh, not long after arriving on the island of Militia, which, for memory, I think is Malta, uh, a snake comes out of nowhere, wants to kill Paul. Again, snake, serpent. So much you can say about that. It bites him, and they say themselves, "He's getting payback for his sins." This is what Cain uh, was worrying about. Though he hath escaped the sea, yet vengeance suffereth not to live. These are pagans. And they have a level of comprehension, a level of sin, or a level of knowledge. A level of the knowledge of sin, get it right. But they're not saved. And yet they've got a higher level of right and wrong, good and evil than most people today have. Look at verse 5. And he shook off the beast into the fire, and felt no harm. Howbeit they looked when he should have swollen Or fallen down dead suddenly But after they had looked a great while And saw no harm come to him They changed their minds And said that he was a god Go back to Genesis chapter 4 So two groups of people The saved and the superstitious The righteous, the unrighteous Cain, an unrighteous devil Of his father the devil Of the wicked one, basically It's probably fair to say that Satan would enter Cain like he would enter judas judas would uh, betray christ uh spiritually and also physically they came to arrest jesus they would physically bind him hand and foot of course and he would also satan would also uh, possess cain who would betray his brother physically and also spiritually and of course murder was the final result look at uh, genesis 4:15. And the Lord said unto him, "Therefore vengeance." me. And the Lord said unto him, "Therefore, whosoever slayeth Cain, vengeance shall be taken on him sevenfold." He says this basically. I hear what you're saying, Cain. You you are wrong for what you've done. You've murdered your brother, innocent man, a good man, in heaven today. I'll cut you some slack. I won't kill you. That's a picture of grace. Ultimately, we all deserve to die, but we don't. But you'll suffer the consequences. The wages of sin is death. We reap what we sow. So he sends him off into the wilderness, basically, a fugitive and a vagabond. And yet he still comes good, Cain. He takes a sister with him. In fact, he takes both sisters with him. And he has children. He builds a kingdom, Babel, Babylon, which we won't discuss this morning. And God's grace is just incredible. And yet don't abuse it. Don't abuse it. The Lord said unto him, therefore, whosoever slayeth Cain, whoever tries to kill you, slay, we we call this uh, manslaughter, manslayer. Whosoever killeth uh, killeth Cain, slays Cain, murders him, basically, vengeance shall be taken on him sevenfold. Like he'll get seven times worse coming to him than than, uh, what he would have got had he minded his own business. I guess you could say that perhaps his entire family uh, would be put to death for the uh, person who took Cain's life. So, Cain's an interesting character to profile. I mean, he's human and yet he has some satanic uh, connotations. Uh, the Antichrist is human and yet he's got some satanic connotations. Christ is human and yet he has some divine connotations son of god son of satan son of god on the earth for what three and a half years son of satan on the earth what three and a half years son of god a jewish virgin son of satan a jewish virgin i mean the parallels are just so many it's incredible one more time and the lord said unto him therefore whosoever slayeth cain vengeance shall be taken on him sevenfold that's more than enough to pay back the shedding of innocent blood though he wasn't innocent he was guilty but the Lord's going to keep him he's going to spare him it's a picture of grace on somebody who doesn't deserve it and the Lord had a mark upon Cain lest any finding him should kill him the mark of Cain the mark of the beast this is the subject that we are all talking about at the moment trying to work out what exactly is going on in the world right now is the vaccine the mark of the beast and i've been thinking about this and praying about this and uh, discussing this with many people go to ezekiel uh chapter nine one thing about me is if i think something is so i'll say it and if i don't think something is so i won't say it I don't sit in the fence. I don't uh pick my words carefully. If I think something is wrong I'll say so. And if I think something is right, I'll say so. Just a quick uh plug I suppose or just something to share with you all. We got a new gospel tract. Uh, picked it up last week. It's a six-page coloured gospel tract. And uh very pleased with this. It's something different to what we would uh normally put out you may not see the graphics or the pictures particularly clearly but i'll just show you the back of this if you want uh no it's probably too windy but trust me it's a good tract uh if you want these sent to you give us your address uh, give us your address we'll post them out to you and uh we pray the, uh, the lord will bless these tracks abundantly we have been very busy over the last uh, few weeks street work bible teaching has got the old qr code on the back something uh, up to date basically and uh, if you want some let us know we'll post them out to you but uh, we keep pushing on getting the gospel out and uh, getting ready for the next batch of sunday services the book of psalms just incidentally It's broken down into five books. Uh, Psalm 1 to Psalm 41 is book 1. And then Psalm 42, I think it's up to Psalm 71, 72 is book 2. So I've done the first book in the book of Psalms. And it took me, what, 50 hours over the last 74 weeks. So keep me in prayer, please, as I start another batch of recordings this coming Sunday. But uh, we're still doing street work. Still having some good conversations still writing and still uh, trying to make a difference while we can not allowing uh, society to overtake us the church has been through many catastrophes over the years many problems over the years and for those who have been vaccinated let me say this i still have a heavy heart for you i feel a level of uh, sadness for you by the grace of god none of my friends or family have been vaccinated that could change i know it could change but uh, i'll never be done nor patrick ever period but as of this moment late october by god's grace none have been vaxxed uh i know of a couple of people who have been vaccinated not friends but people who i know of and i have a heavy heart for those people and i I don't see them as enemies, I don't see them as uh, questionable people, but I do see them as victims, can I say, those who have been misled, I spoke to a sister day before yesterday, she was very upset and she was saying that she's heard two friends of hers, both doctors, one's a dermatologist, the other is a plastic surgeon, super wealthy, very religious used to go to the same church that she went to many years ago and she's discovered that these so-called christians are using their or allowing their surgery their practice to be used to roll out the vaccine i can't understand why people are doing this i mean all christians can sin, stray get sucked into error you know we've all seen to come short of the glory of god but this vaccine in fact it's not a vaccine it's a shot This lethal biochemical shot is just horrific and I don't know if people who are actually putting this poison into people's bodies are saved. My feeling is they're probably not. I don't want to condemn people. It goes back to what I said over the last several videos. Those who take the poison, the shot, which is a biochemical weapon, because it is so near the mark of the beast i'm getting ahead of myself again (laughs) i just question their salvation basically but i'll elaborate on that further in a a few minutes ezekiel chapter 9 this passage is somewhat neglected by uh, bible teachers when it comes to uh, the mark a mark marking so let's just back up a minute we start with cain murders his brother guilty god puts a mark on him the mormons say that the mark of cain is black they say that the black man is an accursed man an accursed race they weren't allowed to be priests in the mormon church black people that is up until 1979 or thereabouts and the american government said if you don't allow blacks to become priests in your system or missionaries in your system in other words if you don't treat blacks as equal to whites you will lose your charitable status That's another reason why so many churches are not speaking out against the vaccine. They are scared of losing their charitable status. So overnight the Mormon church got together and said "Uh, we better reverse this policy we've had since the days of Smith and Young and allow black people to come into the fold and uh, to be treated just like white people. They thought that Cain's marking was black, basically that he was completely black, just quickly. You have three races you have the white man the black man the oriental man the white man the black man the the oriental man didn't come along until probably genesis chapter 11 being the tower of babel of course ezekiel 9 slightly overlooked like i say but very relevant for this morning's message look at verse 9 he cried also in mine ears with a loud voice saying cause them that have charge over the city to draw near even every man with his destroying weapon in his hand. It's time to clean house basically. Ezekiel is an Old Testament Hebrew prophet around 600 BC or thereabouts. He's trying to hold the line. Basically he's like uh, Elijah, Lord, is it it just me left? Am I the only one down and doing anything? Of course, the Lord says to uh, uh, Elijah, no, I've got 7,000 who haven't yet bent the knee to Baal and there are many Christians who are still standing against the vaccine, and the vaccine, mark my words, is part of the beast system. He cried also in mine ears with a loud voice saying, "'Cause them that have charge over the city "'to draw near, come near, "'even every man with his destroying weapon in his hand.'" Get yourself tooled up, like we say. They're packing heat, as the Americans say. Uh, We say they are coming armed, ready to fight, but of course, this is judgment on God's people. And behold, six men came from the way of the higher gate, which lieth toward the north, and every man a slaughter weapon in his hand. And one man among them was clothed with linen, with a writer's inkhorn by his side. And they went in and stood before the brass and altar. The man with the linen garments and the uh, writer's inkhorn we say like a uh, scribe's pen today or a fountain pen the man with these linen garments is quite possibly although i can't prove it but it's quite possibly a christophany a pre-incarnation of the lord jesus christ he's called a man of war back in numbers look at three and the glory of the god of israel was gone up from the cherub whereupon he was to the threshold of the house and he called to the man clothed with linen which had the righteous inkhorn by his side. And the Lord said unto him, go through the midst of the city, through the midst of Jerusalem, and set a mark upon the foreheads of the men that sigh and that cry for the abominations that are done in the midst thereof. So way back in the Old Testament, like in every dispensation, every generation, you got the righteous who are crying out to the Lord, how long Lord? when are you going to avenge our blood basically but not just that when will you step in lord and deal with what's going on it could be during world war ii in germany or the soviet union from the late 30s right up until 1989 but here you got uh, godly jews crying out to jehovah to fix what's going wrong and uh, today people in the church age are saying lord when are you going to come back take care of these problems I've joined two support groups online, two Canadian uh, Facebook support groups. And uh, the first group got so uh, popular, was posting so many uh, very sad and distressing stories of people suffering terribly with the vaccinations. I mean, heart attacks, blindness, strokes, heart failure, in fact, just last night before last a brother online shared a post and uh a lady in the uk in london i think it was has taken the shots and she's got skull damage heart problems needs serious medical work to fix the problems and she's saying but don't disregard the vaccine she's still got faith in the vaccine i thought the first time i saw it i thought stockholm syndrome of course, Stockholm syndrome is the account from Sweden many years ago of somebody who was taken kidnapped, who was kidnapped, taken hostage, basically, and this lady got very close to her captive, developed a relationship basically, and when they caught the guy who kidnapped the woman, she wouldn 't testify against him. She had a connection with him, and they call that stockholm syndrome it 's a bit like the Catholic Church. I saw a documentary maybe a year ago or so. Online, called I think it was Silence in the House of God, a very powerful documentary. You ought to watch it if you haven't seen it. About child abuse in the Catholic Church in uh, Wisconsin back in the 1960s, and these people are growing up now, obviously. And it was a deaf school run by deaf priests and deaf nuns. I mean, it was just horrific. Every abuse imaginable was, was uh, inflicted on those poor young children, deaf boys, deaf girls. I mean, how low can you? go well these young people grew up obviously scarred by what had happened to them and they tracked down one of the priests who had raped them when they were very young like under 10. and it was very distressing to watch but what was even more distressing was some of those victims are now maybe in their 50s their 60s they're still going to mass they're still going through the catholic system stockholm syndrome you couldn't make it up could you the Lord said unto him, 9 4, go through the midst of the city to the midst of Jerusalem. And said a mark, set a mark upon the foreheads of the men, that sigh and that cry for all the abominations that be done in the midst thereof. I'm gonna deal with this basically. You think back to Genesis 18, 19, when God sends a couple of angels down to Sodom and Gomorrah to see what's going on, and they knock on Lot's door. And they say, uh, pack your bags, Lot, get your daughters and wife out to this place. And your sons, if they will come along with you, your son-in-law's, of course. And you know the story. They have to drag Lot out of Sodom and Gomorrah with his wife who looks back, becomes a pillar of salt. And his daughters go with him, obviously, into the cave. And of course, you know the rest of that story. Uh, But basically, the Lord had to save his people before judgment fell. The church will be saved before judgment falls. Now I do believe in the pre-tribulational rapture. I do believe that we will not go through the entire tribulation. Although I do feel at times that we are perhaps going through the beginning of sorrows right now. I won't deny that. I do feel that many, many times. But the actual tribulation, proper, like the three and a half year period when the Antichrist is on the earth. Third temple, two witnesses, both murdered, 144,000. And again, I'm getting ahead of myself, but all those guys on the earth, all the activity taking place, in fact right now Israel is in no state to put up a third temple. Israel are rolling out the fourth booster shot. You see, once you take the first shot, you have to take the second shot. And once you take the second shot, you have to take the third shot. Otherwise you're not vaccinated in the eyes of, of uh, society. Now they're saying, Israel, you need to have a fourth shot or you lose your green pass. So I think it's quite likely that those who've had the two shots will have to have two booster shots every six months, possibly for the rest of their lives. And that's why I've been saying to people, don't take the first shot, keep your immune system strong. But I won't go over the medical uh, point of this again, I've already done several videos on that. Uh, Five, and to the others he said in mine hearing, go ye after him to the city. And smite, let not your eyes spare, neither have ye pity. This is a bloodbath, but of course, this is the Lord's world. He's the landlord of everyone and everything. Christ buys the entire world with his own blood. But here, God is now dealing with the righteous and the unrighteous, the goats and the sheep. Matthew 25, of course. Look at verse 6. Slay utterly, old and young both maids and little children and women. But come not near any man upon whom is the mark and begin at my sanctuary. And then they began at the ancient men, which were before the house. Judgment begins at the house of God, sanctuary, the inner court. So you've got two groups of people. You can see it, can't you? The righteous on this occasion are sealed, are given something in their foreheads or on their foreheads a mark probably the name of god yah or the text grammaton perhaps which i'll discuss again in a few minutes so i'm getting ahead of myself uh, Slate, utterly old and young both maids and little children and women don't spare anyone in other words if they're not for me they are against me that's what christ would say Then they began at the ancient men, which were before the house, start with the oldest, and work down, seven. And he said unto them, Defile the house, defile the house, and fill the courts with the slain, put the dead bodies into the uh, courts. Go ye forth, get busy, and they went forth and slew in the city. So on this occasion, this is a reverse of the mark of the beast which we'll get to shortly so it starts with cain god's grace which is unmerited favor at christ's expense is put to cain given to cain you can't touch him you can't kill him but i'll deal with him don't worry at the great white throne judgment and of course cain is burning in hell right now but god gave him a period of grace but here you've got two groups of people this also goes back to exodus when uh Moses comes down from the mount he spent 40 days and 40 nights with Jehovah and he's writing everything down like a scribe would write everything down going back to the inkhorn the writer's inkhorn and he comes down and he finds that Israel is just having a party basically an orgy we'd say by today's standards and he says to those present who's with me and all the Levites step forward and he says to the Levites get yourself swords spears get some weapons basically and just take out all the others and uh, many thousand were put to death of course two groups of people eight and it came to pass while well, they were slaying them and i was left that i fell upon my face and cried and said our lord god that's how i feel at times I hear people all over the world taking this vaccine, having horrific side effects. In the UK, we have what's called the yellow card system. Last time I checked, over 1.3 million people are recording horrendous side effects. Over 1,500 people have died this year taking the vaccine. The figure's probably much higher. It's horrific, it breaks my heart. Uh, I don't take any satisfaction when people get sick and die. I don't see these people as enemies. I see them as victims. Back in the dark ages, there was a Dutchman uh, who was being tortured by the Papists. And as they were murdering him, he managed to escape. And uh, it was the middle of winter. And he thought to himself, praise the Lord, I'm out. I'm going to be home dry. And as he was running from the Papist, who was trying to murder him, good old Catholic. Bill Gates, Roman Catholic. Anthony Fauci, Roman Catholic. He's going through this stream. It's frozen, dead of winter, like I say. And he goes straight through it. He's a good swimmer, I I, I guess. Gets to the other side. I'm free, praise the Lord. The Papist is pursuing him. Gets into the water, gets into trouble. Help, help, help. Starts to drown. The dutchman turns around sees this guy sinking goes back into the water rescues him and the catholic says to him oh that was a close call and the protestant christian born again man looks at the catholic the catholic looks at the christian what's going to happen now i've just saved your life well the catholic takes him back to the dungeon and finishes torturing him He dies a martyr. If you are hating those who are vaccinated, if you see them as your enemies, you need to repent, you're carnal. Don't take this personally. I know for many of you, you've taken a stand and I salute you for that. And maybe this will get a lot worse, I know that, but they are not our enemies, they are victims. If you want to be angry with anybody, be angry with your governments, your church leaders, Gates, Fauci, or those in the UK but don't hold those who have been vaxxed accountable yes they are foolish yes they are in a terrible situation some have had horrible side effects although I do believe if you want my opinion that by the grace of God again going back to the grace he showed Cain by the grace of God a lot of those people who profess Christ as their saviour and I'll discuss that for uh, more in a few moments a lot of those people who have taken not the first uh, shot alone but the second shot a lot of, uh, a lot of those people have had no side effects and you say why is that well i believe they've had the placebo which again is god's grace now i don't want to go beyond that and start to decide who is saved or who is not saved i was told the other day how one of our friends in our ministry uh, got a text message from a lady they know christian apparently husband is a pastor and uh they went to sweden some years ago and uh, we gave them tracks to take to sweden our own tracks again going back to uh our new tracks if you want some drop us a line and uh the lady in question took both shots unfortunately the husband caught COVID. is still recovering from it and uh they got a daughter as well christian family are they saved i don't know maybe maybe not uh if someone tells me they are born again they've trusted christ to save them i don't want to call them a liar but again i'll get to that in a minute and uh, this lady contacted our friend and said basically uh, i'm having employment problems i've had both vaccinations and where i'm working i'm getting a rough ride not over the vaccination status but over her immigration status basically and uh, this person that we know without thinking twice said to the lady in question I may have a contact for you and she gave this lady uh, a contact of an employer who may be able to offer this lady a job it goes back to the Dutchman I mean he he was being murdered he escaped and he could have headed off into the hills but he went back to rescue the drowning man And of course the Lord will deal with that drowning man, don't you Why? but uh, he showed grace to the pursuing Catholic and this woman that we know, this sister who we know, offered the hand of friendship to this woman, Uh, just an ordinary working class lady, struggling to make ends meet her husband is so ill, he can't even work. I don't condemn uh, people like that, you know, if it was down to me I'd do all that I could to help those people. Our Lord God, wilt thou destroy all the residue, all the residents of Israel in thy pouring out of thy fury upon Jerusalem? That's how I would feel if I was seeing this. I mean, Ezekiel's a Hebrew. He's seeing the Hebrews all around him being just cut down in their thousands, perhaps. He's seeing a handful of people, maybe not many people, being marked. But the question has to be asked, is it a physical mark or a spiritual mark? This writer's inkhorn, is it physical or spiritual? Back in the spring, I reached out to a pastor, I know, who runs a church not far from here. And uh, I haven't spoken to this guy for quite a long time. And I said to him, hi, how are you? Blah, blah, blah. Uh, Are you uh, concerned about the vaccine rollouts? Where are you when it comes to the dangers of the side effects, the MRNA? Uh, and uh, you know, are you standing against it? Are you preaching to your church not to take it? So on and so forth. We are, we feel very concerned about it. Patrick and I got no response, of course. And I thought what's probably happened is he's taken the shot, doesn't want to discuss it with me. It's not my business. His church have taken the shot doesn't want to reveal that to me not my business i thought what a great shame it always goes back to what would we have done had we lived during world war ii or lived in the soviet union or doctors nurses in the soviet union do you realize if, if the doctors nurses had refused to follow the orders of the third reich or the soviet union that that or that both incidents both uh countries couldn't have been able, couldn't have been able to do what they did And it makes me think about doctors, nurses in this country. How they all said to themselves, we will not put vaccinations into human beings like mRNAs, which we've never done ever. And we won't be part of this three year medical uh, test, experiment." But of course they won't say that because they are financed by big pharma. But if they had said that, the vaccine rollout would have just ground to a halt and had people like Mengele refused to test on Jews during World War II or Gypsies or some Catholics, some Christians, it wouldn't have got off the ground but cast your mind back to World War II the Jews, the Gypsies, homosexuals, some Catholics, some Protestants, Christians and people like Bonifa and Sophie Scholl of the White Rose Movement all fell foul of Hitler but the reality is only a tiny minority said, no, we won't go along with this. The vast majority in Germany said, uh, yes, we will go along with the Third Reich. Russia, similar situation. But during World War Two, if you found yourself in a uh, concentration camp called work camps to begin with, that socialists were the first victims going to the work camps, late 1930s. And once you arrived, in these work camps to be re-indoctrinated like they'd like to do to people like me today and you if you're anti-vax what they would do is give you a number in or around the arm area just below the wrist again type shadows pictures of the mark of the beast some of the people were given numbers and letters it wasn't just the jews it was others as well nine, density unto me the iniquity of the house of Israel and Judah is exceeding great and the land is full of blood going back to Cain so you got sons of Cain basically murdering sons of Abel in type and the city is full of perverseness going back to the antichrist possibly being a homosexual possibly but he will mirror christ when it comes to his abstinence possibly anyway for they say the lord hath forsaken the earth and the lord seeth not that's what they would hope like atheists today and agnostics they say who is god where is god they say you religious people you anti-vaxxers you this you that but you see it goes back to the boy who cried wolf you know the story of course but if you don't just very quickly there's a boy not a real boy fictitious character of course living way back when wherever you want and he has a very uh, a very colorful imagination and he likes to uh play with people basically and one day he's playing out in the field and he's got his village all around him and he says hey the wolf's coming and they all go running into their houses he's laughing his head off Ha ha! i showed you a bit like howard camping the rapture's coming 2011 didn't happen of course or we'll go back to william miller sda crisis coming didn't happen and they all laughed at miller all laughed at howard camping or we'll go back to 2011. a friend of mine on youtube no longer on youtube put a video up 2011 and he said uh, Obama is the antichrist and I said to him he's not he's not no he's the antichrist I'm convinced of it people laughed him of course second time the boy goes out and he says to himself a bit more fun with my friends and family the wolf is coming and they all go run into their houses again no wolf they've been fooled twice the third time the kid's out playing and this time a wolf comes along and he says the wolf's coming the wolf's coming the wolf's coming nobody goes anywhere they all stay put and of course the wolf comes along eats them all up kills them all i've got a theory i'll get back to this in a minute i've got a theory that what's going on at the moment with the i mustn't call it a vaccine but i have to use that term just for argument's sake and to save time i got a theory that this current rollout of the vaccine is first of all part of the beast system i'm convinced it's part of the beast system i don't have any doubt about that but because it almost matches almost matches the mark of the beast what satan has done he's using this as a great cover to make people like me and others look not only foolish now but more importantly when the tribulation really does kick off And those who go through the tribulation start to say don't take the mark of the beast they'll say to those at that point in time yeah we've heard this all before people back in 2020 2021 were saying don't hit the vaccine it's no good for you it's the mark of the beast and they've all been discredited well we haven't been discredited people are still getting sick and dying with the vaccine more people are dying with the vaccine than COVID-19 which came out of a laboratory in the US or China Or perhaps England who knows where it came from the jury is out and what Satan is trying to do is he's trying to discredit people like us now so when the final thing gets rolled out and people say at that time don't take the mark of the beast this man isn't Christ he's the Antichrist they'll say the same thing to those people that they're saying to people like me now you anti-vaxxers you this you that you don't be talking about satan knows far more about the bible and mankind than any of us do and sometimes we don't give enough credit for it nine again the iniquity the iniquity of the house of israel and judah god's own people of course is exceeding great and the land is full of blood all over the place and the city jerusalem is full of perverseness the word of god says when christ gets ready to come back Uh, the beloved city is called Sodom and Egypt that's where the idea that the Antichrist is a Sodomite comes from he could be a Sodomite, possibly Daniel says he doesn't regard or doesn't have any desire for women he could be what they call uh, asexual he could be a homosexual or he could be bisexual But if I understand it right, he is a almost perfect counterfeit, of Christ. The Word of God says, if it were possible, even even the elect would be deceived. Full of perverseness, for they say, the Lord hath forsaken the earth, and the Lord seeth not, they are lying. And as for me also, mine eyes shall not spare, neither will I have pity. But I will uh, but I will recompense pay them back their way upon their head interest in the head and behold the man clothed with linen which had the inkhorn by his side reported the matter saying I have done as thou hast commanded me so the question is asked one more time Cain was given a physical mark you could see it probably in the right hand, or in the forehead, or perhaps both, I don't know, we're not told was he a black man? No, I don't believe that whatever he was given, it was visible for all to see, and to know, and therefore to avoid you think back to the Deep South in America you think of those chain gangs, I don't know they still do it now, but they did up until recent times anyway and they go out shackled, hand and foot and they will clean highways, and we'll think back to that film cool hand Luke they're working the streets they're putting tarmac down Alabama was it? Georgia somewhere in the deep south I don't know where it was there's a great scene very good film incidentally and of course they break cool hand Luke Paul Newman was it? I think it was Paul Newman always get Paul Newman mixed up with uh, Steve McQueen who apparently got saved before he died Steve McQueen that is not Paul Newman but they're shackled they are wearing clothing with numbers also Again, all these are pictures of the Mark of the Beast. Go back to the war. you got people being marked up with, uh, with letters and numbers. And you say, who came up with that idea? IBM? Paul Watson? But it wasn't the Mark of the Beast. And yet, had you lived during World War II, you may say to yourself, this is the Mark of the Beast. These poor people in camps all over Europe are given giving, are giving numbers. Letters numbers. But of course, prisoners are given numbers, aren't they? Especially in American jails, and perhaps elsewhere. And behold, the man clothed with linen, which had the inkhorn by his side, like a fountain pen, a scribe's pen, and of course the pen goes into the uh, the cup area where the ink is. Reported the matter, saying, "I have done as thou hast commanded me. Go to." Uh, revelation 7. so if you think about uh, cain it's literal it's physical you can see it but this pastor that i reached out to back in the uh, the spring put a video up and i thought i'd just check it out see where he's coming from and uh, i went on to watch the video it's quite a long video so i just read the comments and i was very disappointed reading some of the comments people are saying that uh, the pastor in question was arguing that the mark of the beast wasn't literal but it was spiritual which is a cop-out when a man doesn't know what to do with a passage he'll either spiritualize it or allegorize it and for me that's completely unacceptable if it can be taken literally it must be taken literally revelation 7 look at verse 2 and i saw another angel angel ascending from the east having the seal of the living God that came from the east searching out the newborn King Matthew chapter 2 and he cried with a loud voice to the four angels to whom it was given to hurt the earth and the sea saying hurt not the earth neither the sea nor the trees till we have sealed the servants of our God in their foreheads literal or spiritual go to chapter 14 keep that question in your mind one of the problems that we have right now is we don't know who's been vaxxed or who hasn't been vaxxed we don't know for sure we don't know unless these people tell us i don't ask people on the streets uh if they've been vaxxed or not i don't really want to know i know of, i think maybe one or two people acquaintances who have been vaxxed that's all I know of some people who know people personally who have been vaxxed, and they tell me that those who have been vaxxed have changed, but that could be anecdotal, I'm not saying it is, but it could be anecdotal, but as far as I'm concerned, I don't know anybody who's been vaxxed, so I can't say he's completely changed now, whoops, or she's completely changed now, because as of right now, my friends and family, those that I know personally, haven't been vaxxed. But maybe you know people have been vaxxed, and you can testify that they have changed. And if that's the case, I wouldn't disagree with you at all. But the point is, you can't physically spot somebody walking towards you who's been vaxxed. You don't know. And that's the problem, isn't it? But if Cain came walking towards you, you would know. He's been marked. It's visible. He's a murderer. The uh, the uh, the wrath of God abides upon him. Revelation 14:1. And I looked, and lo, a lamb stood. On the Mount Zion, and with him 144,000, having his father's name written in their foreheads. Father's name, Yah, Jah, textogrammaton, father's name written in their foreheads. And I looked, saw Lamb on the Mount Zion, and with him 144,000 literal or spiritual having his father's name written in their foreheads it goes back to ezekiel 9 were those people given a physical marking that the human eye could see or marking that only god could see see this is the problem isn't it when you try and work out these passages go to 13 1. and i stood upon the sand of the sea and saw a beast rise up out of the sea having seven heads and ten horns, and upon his horns ten crowns, and upon his heads the name of blasphemy. So the book of Revelation, I should have said this a few minutes ago, so let me get all this together now. (laughs) The book of Revelation gives you four accounts of how it's all going to play out, basically. You uh, You get four Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, four accounts of Christ's, life and death revelation gives you four accounts as to how this is all going to play out sometimes revelation will overlap and when it overlaps it causes confusion but it's the same account being told from four different angles but this time via one writer so whereas the gospels are four writers giving you one account so one man's life john as one writer is giving you four accounts of the antichrist's life And the judgments that are going to come from heaven, not from the earth. But if you'd have asked me this, what uh, I think about the vaccine as it currently stands, I would say this that the vaccine as it currently stands is number one, a depopulation program, which is what Gates has said. He said this back in what, 2010? He said it. Don't call me a lie. He said it. Check it. People say that we are overreacting. We're not overreacting. He said it. He said in 2010 that he wants to get the world's population down by 15 percent. 10 to 15 percent. He said it. In fact, even Twitter, week before last, quoted that statement. And they proved it was a a correct statement. He said it. So the first plan is to get the numbers down. 10 to 15 percent. Sterilize people. Stop reproductions. These groups I'm a member of on Facebook. Two Canadian groups. Most are women that are posting uh, uh, Pleas for help, basically. Women are, women are losing their hair. Uh, they can't stop bleeding. You know, excessive uh, monthly menstrual cycles, inflammation of the heart. I mean, it just goes on and on and on and on. Mostly women. I was told a while ago. I won't say too much about this for obvious reasons. But I was told by somebody who knows what they're talking about that one of the big pharmaceutical companies i won't name which one but one of the big pharmaceutical companies was almost bankrupt you'd be careful what i say here (laughs) and one of those pharmaceutical companies had a team of accountants that worked for them and they told somebody who i know that they were almost bankrupt pre covid 19. go back to 2019 That video that that, uh, we've all seen from New York, civil, military people sitting around that table talking about the next pandemic, which is going to just sweep all over the world, close schools, close businesses down, aviation, so on and so forth. What will we do? That was October 2019. By the end of the year, China were experiencing people just getting sick dropping down dead on the streets we've seen the video by early 2020 this thing whether it came from China UK or US was all over the world and uh, many governments around the world were trying to do catch-up basically panicking buying all this PPE stuff but if you think about people like Dominic Cummings Boris Johnson's former right-hand man or those who work for the Trump administration they all paint a picture of just chaos basically that may be so but of course for a conspiracy to be successful you just need what two or three people i mean in theory george soros bill gates and anthony fauci could just be the three people the unholy trinity that came together and decided to roll out this whole thing that's how it comes from man's perspective but of course behind that is satan's involvement he's the god of this world look at verse uh, 2 and the beast which i saw was like unto a leopard and his feet were as the feet of a bear and his mouth as the mouth of a lion and the dragon the dragon satan the dragon gave him his power and his seats and great authority so if the vaccine is the mark of the beast which I don't think it is and I'll explain that why in a minute but if it is the mark of the beast first question is who is the Antichrist where is the Antichrist and who is behind the Antichrist and I saw one of his heads as it were wounded to death and his deadly wound was healed and all the world all the world wandered after the beast they're like following around what's going on here now again revelation gives you four accounts of the second coming of christ but it all covers a at least at at the minimal three and a half years at the most seven years so we are aware, late 2021 this has been going on for what 18 20 months if this is the mark of the beast then are we in the tribulation now are we what a year and a half in If it started in 2020, it's going to run to, what, 2023? So from 2020 2020 to 2023, that's three and a half years. Follow me now. That is the beginning of sorrows, which means the Antichrist hasn't yet been revealed. Is he around? Possibly. If that's the logic you want to follow, I'm not sure about it myself, although I think sometimes we may well be in the beginning of sorrows, but I won't go beyond that and commit myself. So from 2020 to 2023, first half and the 2023 up until what 2027 that's what seven years so the second half is when the antichrist arrives Just keep reading and try and pull these verses together and they worshipped the dragon verse 4 which gave power unto the beast the antichrist and they worshipped the beast saying who is like unto the beast who is able to make war with him He's a person, he's a system. He's also a kingdom. This goes back to historicalism, which is what most church leaders and the reformers would hold to, and also the pre-trist view, which is also quite a popular view. I'm what's called a futurist. I see these events as still to come. Yes, there's been types and shadows of this back in ancient times, going back to Genesis, like I say, these verses have to be still uh, future There was given unto him a mouth speaking great things and blasphemies and power is given unto him to continue forty and two months three and a half years is going to mirror christ again christ was a jew and christ is a jew christ's domain was israel antichrist's domain is israel as a now, as a right now israel is in a terrible state. They've got a very weak coalition government. There's no charismatic leader. The Jews are all over the place. Israel is the most vaccinated country on the face of the earth. They are nowhere near ready to build a third temple. And he opened his mouth in blasphemy against God to blaspheme his name and his tabernacle and them that dwell in heaven. It's the church. So, let me just back up now. If we are in the tribulation right now, If this vaccine is the mark of the beast, then obviously those who once held to the pre-tribulation rapture have thrown it out, I would imagine, are now, what, mid-trib? And yet we're not even midway through this, are we? If the tribulation started in 2020, and we are what, late 2021? We've got another two years of this. And yet in verse 6, while this has taken place, the church is in heaven. 7. It was given unto him to make war with the saints, tribulation saints, and to overcome them. And power is given him over all kindreds and tongues and nations. There are some countries now that are not going crazy for the vaccine, are not punishing people, <coughs> are still open. In fact, there are still states in America, Florida, Texas, and others that never really closed, especially uh, especially uh, Florida. Eight, and all that dwell upon the earth shall worship him, all. There's still quite a few people in this country, around six million, not that many I know, but there's still six million. And in America, 80 million, and who knows elsewhere that haven't taken the vaccine. But here it says all. Oh shall worship him, being the beast, whose names are not written in the book of life, in the book of life of the Lamb, slain from the foundation of the world. Not all anti-vaxxers are Christians, in fact most aren't. A lot of the people who are against the vaccine are new age people. Now maybe down the line they'll get saved, hopefully God will and they will. But most people who offer themselves as being Christian have taken the vaccine. Every church in this country is pushing the vaccine. Those who are saying "Don't take it" are a tiny minority. I can still argue this from a medical perspective. You don't need COVID-19. You're more like, me, you don't need the vaccine for COVID-19. You're more likely to die in a car crash than die of COVID-19. Those who get COVID-19 will recover. And yes, COVID is real. I do think it's real at least it's a more extreme version of influenza and at worst it's a biochemical weapon designed in a laboratory i mean pfizer have an office a laboratory in wuhan fauci went to the laboratory the the the, the uh, laboratory in wuhan owned by pfizer an american company i mean it's all linked up And all that dwell upon the earth shall worship him whose name's not written in the book of life of the Lamb slain from the foundation of the world. So those who take the mark of the beast were never saved to begin with. That's pretty clear. I've just shown it to you. But again, a question needs to be asked. Those who are taking the vaccine, are they saved? Or are they pictures of those in the tribulation who take the, the mark of the beast and aren't saved? I don't know. My gut feeling is, and I may get in I may upset people for saying this, but I'm going to say it anyway. <clears throat> My gut feeling is this. Those who take the vaccine are not saved. Never saved to begin with. What I don't know is can they be saved down the line? I don't know. I hope so, but I don't know. And the reason why I don't know is because the, the, the mRNA, the uh, RNA, the DNA, the RNA works with the DNA. Look online for more information about that if you're not sure how it works specifically. But the mRNA basically sends a messenger into your body, every part of your body, to produce more antibodies. So if COVID-19 comes into your body, the immune system will push it out, basically. But the problem with that is, is that the, uh, the mRNA can turn your immune system against itself. And that's what's causing people to become so ill. They're now run down. So I don't know if the mRNA can change a person like forever. It's possible. I don't know. We don't know. We're seeing babies born now with almost uh devil eyes. There's clips all over the internet doing the rounds. People might say it's fake. How do you know it's all fake? I mean, some of it may be fake, but it's not all fake. I mean, I'm seeing stuff online. People of all ages, of all backgrounds, saying my husband can't get out of bed. My wife can't uh, take care of herself. I saw one. I was told one story uh, of a lady who's. Uh, 35 she's got three children she took both shots she's she's been in the hospital for six months the husband's working double shifts his family his parents had to move into the house to take care of his wife she's got three children her youngest is I think six the oldest is like nine and uh, she's saying uh, basically just let me die I'm no use to anybody She's not saved, of course, and the reality is those who are pushing this the most are not only unsaved but the Roman Catholic. Bill Gates is a practicing Catholic. Anthony Fauci is a practicing Catholic. George Soros is an atheist Jew. And of course Donald Trump, would you call himself the father of the vaccine, is married to a Papist. And we go to that disgusting museum in Washington and pray at the foot, pray at the uh, bottom of a statue at the uh, the area of the statue of, of uh, John Paul II. And I made a comment about that at the time and I was told I had it all wrong. They said to me, you got it wrong, James, it's fake. He's not praying to John Paul II. Then they had to that and said to me, oh, actually it was a private event. Said, no, it wasn't. He took the White House photographer with him and they wouldn't have it. And people were saying to me, where did you find the information, James? Trump wouldn't pray to the statue of a dead Pope. And I said, there's the pictures there. And I shared the pictures and people, people, people didn't want to hear it. People were very defensive of, of Donald Trump. Who's caused all these problems? and I'll be defensive of the Antichrist when he arrives, I'll say, this guy is great. He's done what your Jesus couldn't do. That's what they'll say. He's brought peace to the world. Your Jesus couldn't do that. He's got Jew and Gentile together. Muslims love him. The third temple's gone up, they'll say. But those two witnesses, they're causing trouble, Moses and Elijah, they deserve to die. That's what people will say. those 144,000 going around, they're causing divisions, they're too divisive. That's what they'll say. And you Bible bashers saying that this guy is not the Christ, he's the Antichrist. What is wrong with you people? Like today, you anti-vaxxers, why, why do you criticise the vaccine? But as far as I'm concerned, I don't want to be responsible for people taking the shot, getting sick and dying. To stay healthy is vitamin C, zinc and vitamin D. Look up verse 11. And I beheld another beast coming up out of the earth the first comes from the sea antichrist the second comes from the earth being the false prophet of course and he had two horns like a lamb and he spake as a dragon and he exerciseth all the power of the first beast before him and causeth the earth and them which dwell therein to worship the first beast whose deadly wound was healed so it's like this Jesus and John work closely together john points to jesus or the worship goes to jesus the false prophets will point to the antichrist and all the worship will go to the antichrist there's also a wound which he's, which he has recovered from in verse 12. it could be a physical wound or a spiritual wound this goes back to historicalism like over the years revelation 1 to uh, 19 has already taken place that's what the reformers held to but as a futurist, I say no, Revelation 1, I or maybe Revelation 5 to 19, is still to take place. No time to really further unpack Revelation verse by verse. But basically, the worst is still to come. But it goes back to the beast being a person and a system, a person and also a kingdom. And he doeth great wonders, verse 13, so that he maketh fire, come down from heaven, like Elijah would do, on the earth, in the sight of men. Hasn't happened yet. And deceiveth them, that's your problem, deception. And deceiveth them, people say, take the vaccine, you'll, you'll be okay. But listen, it doesn't stop you getting COVID, and nor does it stop you from passing it on. And even Boer said that last week. And if you get it, you won't have serious health problems. But the reality is, most people get COVID, if not all people get COVID, recover. And if you recover, you've got the antibodies. But that's not what they want. They want the vaccine. They want to patent you. They want to own you. And deceiveth them that dwell on the earth by the means of those miracles which he had power to do in the sight of the beast, saying to them that dwell on the earth that they should make an image to the beast, which had the wound by a sword, and did live. Unholy trinity. It's not just Fauci, Soros, and uh, Gates. You've got the, Antichrist, the fo- the, you've got the Antichrist, the false prophet, and the beast. Unholy trinity. Hasn't happened yet. So if the Antichrist is already here, if the vaccine is already here, where's the Antichrist? where's the false prophet? Where's the image of the beast? Where are people worshipping this thing out in the open? I know people are falling over themselves to get the shot. That's more stupidity than anything else. But where are people actually bowing down to this image per se? Again, the boy who cries wolf ends up making a fool of himself. But not only that, when the final wolf does come in, or when the wolf eventually does come, it destroys everyone and everything, including the boy. And he had power to give life unto the image of the beast. That the image of the beast should both speak and cause that as many as would not worship the beast. Should be killed. Like three times the term beast is found. Beast, beast, beast. This wild savage is... Demonic entity which took over Cain. Sin lieth at the door like a snake, like a serpent. It's gone all through the ages. 16. And he caused it all without exception. Both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond, to receive a mark in their right hand or in their foreheads. In the US, there are exemptions not to receive the vaccine the uh supreme court enjoys exemptions the u.s senate the house of representatives enjoy exemptions white house staff enjoy exemptions i know of three nurses one in ireland one in the us one in canada three christian nurses who have all kept their jobs and haven't been vaccinated but in the tribulation there'll be no amnesty there'll be no exemptions rolled out it'll be do this or else and of course verse 16 the mark goes in the right hand in the forehead the new bibles say on the forehead on the hand but it's inside which goes back to the view that the vaccine uh, can obviously enter your body which of course it does it punctures the left or the right arm it uh, takes over every cell in the human body unlike nothing nothing we've ever seen before And of course you get into the nanoparticles, uh, the Luciferase, luciferase, which I think Moderna are creating to go on the hand, not there yet, but they're getting there all the time. See, we aren't making this stuff up, those of us which have been speaking out against this for such a long time now. The vaccine is lethal. It almost matches, almost matches the mark of the beast. It's It's a incredible counterfeit And it's been done so well that it's causing divisions in the body of Christ, which is even more sad. And that no man might buy or sell, save he that had the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. So it's it's pretty clear, isn't it? Second half of the tribulation, this is what's going to happen. A roll out, this beast uh, will come along, the image will be created, probably like Nebuchadnezzar's a huge object they'll all bow down worship the image physically not just spiritually out in the open they'll say this is wonderful of course the mrna has changed people by that stage and yes later in the book of revelation you've got the sores that are going to affect people the boils they're going to be in great pain and agony which could be down to the vaccine i don't know possibly but look at verse 16 and 17 i see everybody without exception Those who aren't saved, of course, to take the mark of the beast. Those who don't take it are saved. And those who refuse to take it are later beheaded, of course. This is a worldwide mandate. But as of right now, there's still exemptions all over the world. And people can still buy and sell who haven't been vaccinated. Now, that could all change. I know it could all change. We could all be in camps this time next year. You know, I expect all sorts of crazy things to happen. Governments overreacting. Satan really whipping up governments, turning people against one another children being prohibited from going back to classrooms and all that stuff i understand that or keep your job weekly twice weekly daily testing pcr art the spit test i understand all of that but again 16 and he calls all both small and great rich and poor free and bond to receive a mark in their right hand or in their foreheads is it literal is it spiritual can you see it or not i think you can see it it goes back to cain cain's mark was visible they saw him they pulled away from him they saw he was a murderer and they also saw that if you were to interfere with him, god would interfere with you ezekiel 9 the righteous are given are given a marking probably yah like i say or uh, yah or the uh, text or grammaton the four letters of the Lord's name of course and they were exempt from any execution goes back to Exodus put the blood over the door I mean there's so many types and analogies but in the tribulation those who are aligned with the Antichrist will take a physical mark in their right hand not on the hand not up the arm not under the wrist area or under the arm area as the Jews and gypsies and others were forced to take during the during World War II stick with the text don't run off to Strong's Greek Concordance and start trying to redefine what the word word, uh, trying to redefine what the word hand means. The word of God says how they pierced my hands and my feet. And people say it wasn't the hands, it was the wrist area. The hands and the wrist are the same. You go to Strong's Greek Concordance, it's going to confuse you. And he calls with all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond to receive a mark in the right hand which you can see, I can't tell you, if somebody walks up to me now at the pulpit, whether or not they've been vaccinated, I can't tell for sure, or in their foreheads, and yet they took the mark in a visible place, I could see it, but I couldn't tell you as far as the vaccine is concerned, and that no man, nobody, might buy or sell, save he that had the mark, or the name of the beast, or... The number of his name you get like three options here here is wisdom let him that hath understanding count the number of the beast for it is the number of a man, and his number is 600 three score and six 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 name of the beast number of the beast mark of the beast three options again we could spend another half an hour 45 minutes going through this I think I've said enough and probably more than I wanted to say this morning but I know for all of us this is a huge problem the worst is still to come this vaccine rollout is certainly part of the beast system I have no doubt about that whatsoever doctors and nurses who are rolling this out will be held accountable for what they are doing maybe not on this side of heaven but on the other side of heaven of course when they arrive in eternity Those who take the vaccine, as far as I'm concerned, are probably not saved. And yet saying that, I will offer the hand of friendship to them as best as I can. I don't see them as my enemies. If that Dutch Christian could risk his own life to go back into the frozen lake and rescue that Catholic, could then turn around and kill him, and he died a martyr's death, and if he can forgive that person who was personally against him we can forgive people who are indirectly against us the mark of the beast yes it'll be physical i have no doubt about it you'll see it you'll know it but i don't think we're there just yet so a word of caution i don't think we can say the vaccine in its current state is the mark of the beast but it's part of the beast system so in other words we are now on the final road to ruin how much longer i don't know if the tribulation began 2020 we're not even halfway through it but we're looking for christ not the antichrist let's not get all churned up and start to overreact we've got to get we've got to be measured calm and collective we've got to stay focused on christ not the antichrist do what we can to warn people about the horrors of the Vaccination, but not overly, not overreact, not to overplay it like William Miller would do, or Harold Camping, or other people over the years, and make it harder for people down the line to believe what we have to say. We have the truth. We have the gospel. We know God. We love Him because He first loved us, and we have a love for people, whether they are vaxxed or unvaxxed. But those who are rolling out the vaccination, those who are profiting financially of it, off it and offer themselves as christians i have nothing but uh, contempt for such people going back to doctors and nurses and world war ii or the soviet union who were electrocuting people especially in russia holding people down you know electrocuting people putting them into mental institutions torturing people putting them into rooms six by four lights left on all night a tap dripping all night that would just destroy anybody's mental state and yet after the war, people like Richard Wurmbrand, he's of course not World War II, but he would go into a Romanian uh, camp in Romania, he came out of that uh, war uh, of his own, he would forgive his captors. So many accounts of people, I think Corrie Ten Boom would also forgive people that had been torturing her throughout World War II, so let's not fall out over this if we're brothers and sisters in Christ if we're saved let's stay together if we know people have been vaccinated let's pray for those people I mean if those people who've gone before us could forgive murderers and prison guards uh, officers and doctors and nurses who held them down and took their pulled their toenails out their fingernails out if they could forgive those people and they did why can't we forgive those people who've made a mistake taking the shot. What we can do, and I know one brother who's knows somebody who took the first shot and uh, was able to convince them not to take the second shot. That's a small step in the right direction. She shouldn't have taken the first shot, but she did apparently. But he said, to her, "Don't take the second shot," and she hasn't done. So that's how I'm going to play this for the next three to six months. I'm going to watch and wait, pray. For those not to take the second shot the third shot the fourth shot the fifth shot the sixth shot i mean it never ends you'll be like a walking pharmacy if you're not careful and i'm going to keep preaching the gospel i am rapture ready we should all be rapture ready but you see the problem don't you coming out now and saying this is the mark of the beast the boy who cried wolf won't be forgiven a second time around Contrast that to somebody who doesn't say anything, just sits in their hands like that pastor guy I tried to reach out to during the spring, another extremity. He got two extremes. And of course the world is watching, Satan is watching. But the word of God says how we haven't always appreciated the full depths of Satan. He is so more sophisticated than we give him credit for many times so i don't blame people for looking at the situation now and saying this is it mark of the beast is here the vaccine is the mark so and so forth and yet still offer themselves to being pre-tribulational you can't have both ways the church is removed the tribulation kicks off in proper or in earnest gets underway but it's possible the church will see some of the beginning of sorrows quite possibly and it feels like that right now but when the antichrist arrives he arrives with the false prophet they are a duo a double act they work together in a crude way trying to counterfeit jesus and john working together the temple is up and running as it was during the time of john and jesus an image goes up like it would do during the time of nebuchadnezzar and those that refuse to worship the image are executed to buy and sell you will need the mark of the beast the number of the beast or the name of the beast one or three options possibly as of right now you can still travel around you can still buy and uh, live function without the vaccine it could change yes of course it could change and this vaccine will perhaps uh, develop into something more sinister more nefarious than it already is if that's even possible but we're not quite there yet and i'll say that one final time if i thought this was the mark i would say this is the mark people hold on to your hats i don't believe it is not in its final form it's in its uh, embryonic form embryonic stage we're not there just yet so hold your nerve people hold your nerve say no i don't want the vaccination appeal to your employer if they're putting pressure on you i mean people who are winning their medical or their religious they are winning their religious exemptions and some medical but mostly religious i've heard of a couple who haven't but they can retrain they'll find other jobs don't worry god will provide for you he took care of the jews in the wilderness for for 40 years and he'll take care of you don't worry Uh, just hold your nerve hold your nerve and uh, let the lord take over and get us through these very difficult and uncertain times so i hope this has been of some help uh, much longer than i would have wanted it to be Uh, but take these verses as they appear. Don't spiritualize them. Don't make the mistake also of saying this has already happened. That's a pre-trust position. Take the futurist position as I do, that these verses are still to happen. A real antichrist, a real false prophet, a real image of the false of of the antichrist, all coming together. Antichrist, Jewish. Jesus was Jewish. The false prophets always neglected, like Balaam. And back in numbers, Balaam was a gentile, so possibly the false prophet will be a gentile as well. I've always thought that the false prophet will be probably a future Catholic pope, whereas the Antichrist will be a Jewish leader taking care of the uh, political world. And as of right now, I can't see anybody who has that level of uh, charisma. There's no miracles taking place right now parts of the world are coming out are coming out of lockdown others are going into lockdown so again it's all over the place at best this is man overreacting trying to make a quick buck as they say and at worst this is satan's very clever deception to create a smoke screen a very beautiful clever sophisticated uh, counterfeit that's what it is but of course he hasn't deceived all of us Jesus said, if it were possible, if it were possible, it's not, but if it were possible, even the elect would be deceived. Of course, in that context, Matthew 24 it's speaking about the 144,000, not the church, because of course the church, the body of Christ has been removed. Which I won't get into this morning. So I think, hopefully, this will be of some help to those of you which are trying to work out what's going on. There is hope. People are recovering. Uh in a short term I do think and I am hoping that those who offer themselves as being Christians and have taken the vaccine and uh, have no health problems I hope they've been given the, the, uh, the placebo but I can't go further than that and say they are saved I don't think they are personally but at the same time I'm not going to just shun these people not going to kick them to the gutter we're told to love our enemies pray for those who despitefully use you and abuse you it's tough being a Christian (laughs) it's tough you have to really go the extra mile for these people and part of our ministry now is to pray for those people if they contact us and say they are born again and have taken a shot we'll pray for those people but my main focus isn't on the vaccinated my main focus is on the unvaccinated my people my people and their pain is my pain and uh, hopefully your pain is my pain and my pain is your pain and we'll stick together and uh, we will get through this i promise you we'll all get through this but uh, we've got to stay in the word of god stay prayed up stay consecrated but turn the television off close the newspapers if you read them don't get caught up with all the stuff online all these theories and speculations most of which is coming from unsaved people who don't believe in the bible and those people are also using the bible against us they are trying to mock us and uh, get us to turn against one another which which uh, which will not happen not as far as I'm concerned anyway i want to bring people together who are unvaxed and those who are vaxed will pray for you but we are really trying to encourage those who are not vaxed they are the underdog now. They are those who are outside of the gate bearing the approach of Christ. And that's why a lot of Christians who say they are Christian have taken the shot. They don't want to suffer the approach of Christ outside the gate. They won't take a stand. They are happy to defile their bodies with uh heck 52 human embryolic kidney. Which is what's inside of all of these vaccinations. Look it up online, heck hyphen 52 or 51 or you pro-life people you say you're pro-life you're taking the vaccine have you you've got human dna a human dna inside the vaccine from an aborted boy they've cloned his kidney an immortal clone line but you should know this this has been available for nearly two years now and if you didn't know it you should have known it but as the word of god says shall we do good that evil may come Well, of course not the ends don't justify the means. And I'll say this finally, if you have taken the vaccine and you think you are saved, or if you want to be saved, you better cry out to the Lord and see how He fixes this problem. All I can tell you is that if you call upon the name of the Lord, you will be saved. If you receive him, if you believe in him, you will be saved. But if you don't, there's no hope for you. And I don't want to go beyond that because we're getting into the world of speculation. And uh that's, there's enough of that going on as it is so i'll close it there and uh, hopefully uh, next time i come up speak about something a bit more upbeat and uh, if you want a blessing sunday morning 11 a.m please join us for psalm 42 and uh if you want some gospel tracks you can always contact us like i say and uh, we'll give you some of these we'll post them out to you just try and show you one more time and hopefully these will be of help to get the gospel out we've never had a tract quite like this before uh but that's the truth of the matter I'll just show you a quick uh shot that's what it comes down to all the sins that you've uh, that you've committed over the years and of course if you die without christ you are guilty accountable and uh, you're going to go to hell forever not heaven so i think i will now sign out and hope This has been of help and ask the lord to bless this video and uh, stay safe stay sane don't uh, get too upset about these things and uh, just do what you can to get the gospel out and rest in christ and enjoy your salvation we have eternal life right now we know where we're going when we die the world do not know where they're going for the world this vaccine is their savior for the world this vaccine is their god That's why it's a type of the image of the beast again satan is so clever isn't he and most people have gone one or two ways this is the vaccine or the vaccine is the mark of the beast this isn't the mark of the beast it's completely innocent blah 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 both views are off both views are wrong two wrongs don't make a right it's somewhere in the middle and uh, like i said the vaccine isn't of god it's of man but of course you should know that if you're born again and if you are spiritually alert, awake, what I've said over the last hour and a half will be speaking volumes to all of you. And if you've made the mistake of taking a shot, get on your knees. Take no more shots and ask God to clean you out to somehow wash you clean. And uh before making that decision, just spend some time thinking about your sins what Christ has done for you how evil you are and how good God is and I say that to everybody not just those who have been vaxxed the unvaxxed as well we've all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God but anyway I won't go over the same ground again I'll leave it there going to pour down with rain now so I wish you every peace and blessing and uh, speak to you all soon God bless you all and uh, stay safe in Jesus name amen and amen just one final thought to Put on camera before I pack up and head off home. The Ezekiel 9 passage is partly explained. If you think about that scripture from 1st Samuel 16, I think it is, where the Word of God says how God looks on the heart of man, whereas mankind looks on the outward appearance. That also goes back to James 2 faith without works is dead, and Romans 4 uh, how faith alone is what saves people. But I won't get into that this morning. But basically, When the marking took place in Ezekiel 9, literal marking of literal people during a literal period of time, I think that marking was visible and viewable for the human eye to see. Must have been quite a sight, these people being marked in and around Israel, not, not sure how many, and those who weren't marked were left for destruction. Going back to Genesis 4, Cain was marked physically, and Mark of the Beast, Revelation 13, image of the beast physical or his name or his number forehead right hand take your pick and they will stand out as being uh, either for the Lord or against the Lord that's also picked up in first John which I've got time to discuss now but first John speaks about the children of God children of the devil children of God have a seed uh, that uh, lives inside them which doesn't allow them to sin they can't sin and of course they can't sin and the sin in question from first John is the receiving of the mark of the beast and those who take the mark of the beast <coughs> are chosen of the devil never saved to begin with so all these verses go together physical marking beginning of the uh, beginning of the bible middle part of the bible end of the Bible and physical marking and uh, I think that's it and I will now sign out and wish you every blessing in Jesus name amen and amen